0: Hello friends, you all may have heard about Commander Abilash Taumi who brought laurels to India in the Golden Globe race of ocean sailing. He was well received with great fanfare by our countrymen and inspired from his phenomenal feats. The Bollywood music duo Sajid Bajid have also dedicated a song for him. Now to know more about Commander Abilash Taumi and the voyage of the Mad Men, the Golden Globe race, we flag off an interesting series of talks. Ladies and gentlemen, I welcome you all to Maritime Conversations.
1: Hello, friends. Greetings to you. I am Commodore Srikant Kesnur, a Navy veteran. India is a maritime country both by its geography and history. Maritime refers to matters concerning seas and oceans. However, beyond policy and government circles, maritime matters or maritime issues don't get the kind of traction that they deserve. Therefore, some of my friends who are maritime enthusiasts and I have decided to host this program which we call as Maritime Conversations. In Maritime Conversations, we talk about matters maritime and we talk about them in a way that we can unpack them for you. So, we begin this very exciting journey of ours, discussing matters maritime in our show Maritime Conversations. Joining me today is my friend and partner in crime, Swaroop Anand. So, Swaroop, what do we discuss today?
0: Hello, 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 everyone. Um, We are in May. Uh, Late last month, we had um, one of the most exciting uh, sailing uh, races. Uh, The Golden Globe Race 2022 came to an end. We had uh, Commander Abhilash Tomi, uh, a modern maritime hero, as you called him. Uh, He placed second. So, let's talk about
1: that, Commodore. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that because I think the Golden Globe race in many ways uh, and Tommy's finish there, spectacular finish there, right. uh, talks of this new uh, maritime energy, mm. uh, a, a kind of new impetus in India's maritime journey that's come about mm. and which uh, you know uh, Abhilash has given. Right. And there's so many things to to talk. I don't know where to begin. Right. I don't know how to frame it. So let's 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 uh, discuss. <laughs> let's see. How you want to go about it? Yeah, I mean, um, so uh,
0: it, this was a solo around the world circumnavigation sailing race. Lot of terms.
1: Can you unpack all of these for us? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, this this race is around the world race. Right. That means a person has to go in a small vessel, a yacht uh-huh. Sailing. Right. Sailing means he does not use any motorized propulsion. No external Just required. the waves. Right. Waves. The second thing the person is required to go solo. That means all alone. Right. He is the skipper. He is the cook. He is the captain. He is everything. Right. The third thing is that they are supposed to go non-stop. Mm. That means they do not stop at any of the places and this is a race which means that you are competing against each other and then of course there are a set of technical rules Mm -hmm. that you start at the same place, come back to the same place, you go south of the three capes, the great capes of the world. Mm. Uh, Without getting far too technical, basically it means, Swaroop, it means that people sail usually around 30,000 nautical miles, which is about more than 50,000 kilometers and these exercises take place around 200, 250 days is what it takes right. so i mean imagine the the you're facing the rough seas you're facing great variables of weather and you're doing it all alone on a single you know on a single vessel right. it's like you are attached to that boat or that yacht right. and you got to fight boredom you got to fight sickness you got to look after the maintenance of the uh, the vessel yeah. Yeah. so I think it's it's truly uh, someone has described it as the adventure of madmen
0: <laughs>
1: you know the interesting thing uh, swarup is that the club of people who have done solo circumnavigation yeah. gone round the world alone on a boat, is less than the number of people who climb Mount Everest or gone into outer space mm, about if i remember correctly i think 6 6000 people have climbed summited mount everest I, how many would you have, are far better with the facts <laughs> than than i you know how uh, many how many would have circumnavigated uh, well i i don't think so, more no. than 100 i don't think more than 100 you know i think the last figure was around 80 or something like that but again uh, i must tell our our uh, 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 listeners that saroop is a man of statistics and facts <laughs> he is the guy who writes the wikipedia profiles of a whole lot of Navy and maritime heroes. So you are the person who knows the facts well. Right. Uh, and I try and fill in <laughs> uh, uh, flesh and blood in your skeletal framework. <laughs> um, uh, so uh,
0: Commander Tommy has done it not once but twice. Uh, this yes. is the
1: second time he's doing it. That's right. And that's interesting. Right. That makes him when he did it the first time itself mm-hmm. in 2013. He okay. started in 2012. In fact, I was there at the gateway of India amongst mm-hmm. the many people cheering him and saying him off. So, when he did, and there is of course a back journey involving the pioneer Dilip Donde and um, you know, Admiral Avati and all, and we'll probably talk about that in a bit, but when Abhilash Uh, went round the world, solo circumnavigated non-stop Mm -hmm. in Bombay. He did that in 151 days He did, yeah. That's the title of his book, book starting in Bombay and coming back to Bombay. In 2013, he was the first Indian and Asian to do it. Right. So, he could have rested on his laurels, he had achieved enough. Right. You know, but interestingly, uh, he decided to go in for the Golden Globe race which happened in 2018. That is right. Why 2018? It was the 50th year, the golden jubilee anniversary of the first GGR held in 1968. Right. And Tommy entered that. Uh, GGR has very, very strict rules Mm. that is not only are you racing. Right. But you are supposed to use technology as was available in 1968.
0: In 2018, you use the technologies that were available in 1968. That's right. So, to kind of recreate what... To recreate, ah, it's like a
1: retro race. Got it, got it. Mm-hmm. So, you don't have, I mean GPS, which we all depend upon. Wow. You don't have satellite navigation system, right. you don't have satellite calls, you don't call your family. Mm-hmm. And people have to navigate using sextant, you know, and oh. all this, when you're using the wind power to, you know, put your ship ahead to, so to determine your position and navigate mm. you got to use sextant. strength you got to use barometer you got to use um, i mean barometer to understand weather sure. and decide which places to avoid mm-hmm. you got to be looking around you you got to be a true seaman to understand the oceans and you got yeah. to be a very good excellent navigator and seafarer so abhilash joined this race and he took part it started okay. mm-hmm. And in two thousand and eighteen, when he was in the third position,, right. uh, and he was in the southern Indian Ocean region, mm. what some people call the remotest part of the world. Right. He faced some terrible storms mm. and his ship got tossed over. that is, it touched the the mast, touched the uh, uh, surface of the water, so to say. Wow. Twice it got uh, and he therefore was dismasted. Essentially, you can say his vessel got wrecked got it and he was injured so badly he was actually holding on to the mast and he fell from there and he injured and broke his back mm-hmm. and he sent a sos he was waiting for 72 hours in the remotest part of the oceans awaiting rescue uh, 72 hours waiting with a broken backbone right and when he was ultimately rescued and surgery was done uh, they fused he had broken vertebrae they fused five vertebrae into one and inserted titanium rods so it was difficult for this man to even get up at that stage right but not only did he get up he went back to flying he went he's a pilot right and he went back to Mm. sailing at that time he decided that he must get into the next edition of the race <laughs> and that's how he got into ggr 2022 so you can actually say he's done it two and a half times, <laughs> two times completed right. and uh, you know 0. 0.5 times right for his brilliant effort in ggr 2022 yeah. but it's also about coming back from that Mm. From that trauma, so sure, to say. Sure, sure. So that's why it's very significant,
0: right? So I think after uh, his, uh, you know, one hundred and fifty one day uh, circumnavigation, he was awarded the Kirti Chakra, the second highest uh, uh, peacetime time gallantry award. Uh, he was also awarded the Tenzing Norgay Adventure Award, named after, of course, uh, uh, you know, uh, the mountain here Samatia. He. Then goes back, does GGR 2018. After this, uh, he's also awarded the Nansen no Medal, uh, you know, and then he has a titanium rod inserted, thus giving the name Titanium Tommy. Um, and he wants to go back. Um, he's also an aviator. He's a maritime recon, uh, you know, pilot. I, he seems like a. I mean, you, you, in his words, uh, um, you know, the voyage of madmen, you called it. Yes. Um, dare I say, you know, he seems or sounds like a madman. Or, or, as
1: George Bernard Shaw said, the maddest of them all. <laughs> no? Yeah, well, in many ways, you can describe all these sailors that, mm-hmm. or you can describe them as unique people, you mm-hmm. know, rare unique people, right. whom the love of sea beckons. Sure. So yes, he has won all these awards, and uh, he richly deserves them. Right. And I hope he gets after this current odyssey. I hope he gets more awards. Achha. But he's hardly the sort who would be bothered about these awards. Ooh. You know, he's also hardly the sort who would. I mean, he wears fame very lightly Ooh. because for him, adventure, solitude. Um, you know uh, having a certain kind of intimate connection with the sea Mm. is what he desires i mean i say this uh, with some knowledge of knowing him a little yeah i mean you Uh, are you you in fact had a chat with him right after this race yes yes i was very uh, few people i'm guessing (laughs) as fortunate um, you know we are we are members of something called the tommy army an informal whatsapp group that was created uh, to follow Uh, the race sure. Uh, and in some way to cheer him on of course it was it was more psychological it was more to send vibes so to say but we were following him closely and uh, soon after the race uh, there was a VC where he spoke uh, uh, to us Mm -hmm. and then of course a few days back I had a one-on-one conversation with him Uh, very nice of him too you know so so we had some more discussions and um, yes I mean whatever you say the current race uh, is is remarkable for many reasons right right you know it's remarkable because uh, uh, he came into it with the trauma of 2018 sure in the short term there were also issues about sponsorship getting getting the necessary funding for his race uh, unfortunately he had a collision a few weeks before uh, uh, it no fault of his sure. you know uh, just uh, off Spain mm. his his vessel Bayanath had a collision mm. and the front part the bow was almost ripped off so it was touch and go they had to repair they had to put in a new vow all when others were preparing right. so m- his mental state you can imagine you know and he started the race in that condition mm. and having started that race to then come second right and missed the first by a hairbreadth margin, I mean, the difference between him and the first place, Lady Kirsten was about 100 miles, which in, I mean, over, over 30,000 miles, you can imagine, it's, it's, it's a kind of millisecond, right,, you know, relatively speaking, right. Uh, gap. Also, a very interesting thing, Swaroop, mm. is that his boat, Bayanath, got battered the most at sea. It faced mm. huge amount of damage, mm-hmm. and it is only Abhilash's genius at DIY. Mm. He is the innovation king. Right? You know, he he manufactured things. He <coughs> is, uh, you know, uh, uh, self-steering equipment. Uh, when it got defunct, first he manufactured a spare out of the chart table, mm. then out of the toilet room door. You know? Oh, wow. Okay. And he stitched when his mainsail came off. He Brought that down. He stitched, you know, four five meters of the mainsail. Put it back. I mean, he's an ultimate. Uh, you know, everyone in the GGR community says that he is probably the best DIY kind of a guy. Right. I mean, uh, I think someone said I don't know who that if I were to be marooned on an island and I had to choose one person, <laughs> it would be Abdul Latif. Right? So. This is the kind of challenges he faced right? Uh, and uh, uh, when racing against professional sailors, of course, all of them high caliber people mm. and to come second there,
0: right.
1: uh, to me Swaroop, uh, Abhilash Tommy's GGR 22, I think is India's finest sporting event. Wow. I, I would say that very, uh, very loudly. Right. I think it's India's finest sporting event, mm-hmm. and uh, it should be considered on par or more with our 83 gold cup or Neeraj Chopra's gold. Uh, I mean, uh, they are they are what you would call as seminal moments in sport, right. and I would think it is so. Good. Lovely, the greatest sporting event. Um, can can you
0: elaborate a little bit more
1: on that? Uh, the greatest sporting achievement. Achievement. I mean. Achievement. Yeah. No, I, I, I say that uh, because, you see, uh, there are several things unique about, about um, uh, ocean sailing. Right. You know, uh, while one must respect all sports, mm. uh, I would think that because there is mortal danger in ocean sailing, mm. uh, remember that this is a race which very few complete. Right. For example, out of the 16 who started, only 3 completed this wow. time. So there have been similar figures, I think GGR 18, 17 started 5 finish, mm. GGR 68, 9 started only 1 finish. Right. So, you are talking of 20% finishing and 75, 80% attrition. Right. Uh, you are also talking about mortal danger to lives. People, you know, many people, uh, uh, they, they, their ships could get wrecked, they could be in danger, sure. they have to be rescued by others. So, while it is a sport at one event, fierce competition amongst others, there is also empathy mm. which was shown when both Kirsten and Tommy uh, went, went uh, to rescue one of the sailors who had, uh, you know, who, who had got stuck and uh, who uh, uh, early on right. and uh, they went for the search and rescue mission and it was Kirsten who actually was the first there and, and rescued him uh her competitor and, uh, he was a competitor wow so so that is different about sailing that mm. while you are competing against another
0: right
1: you ultimately know you're competing against the sea lovely and in in that sense it's a very individual race mm. and and because of the mortal danger i think and because of the attrition rate right. i think this race is the toughest sport mm. and if it is the toughest sport in which an indian facing several challenges has come right. you know so uh, as as i tweeted because people understand cricketing analogy right. in in india more yeah. i said village tommy is a sort of guy who combines right. you know uh, the the characteristics of several cricketers he combines the cool cool quotient and temperament of mm. Dhoni right. he combines the intensity of Kohli right. he combines the passion of Ganguly he right. combines the skill of Tendulkar mm. he combines the sort of you know uh, uh, obduracy and willpower of Rahul Dravid he <laughs> combines the uh, the several things that several versatilities that Ashwin has Ooh. you know so so and he combines the artistry that VVS Lakshman has so if i were to put it in cricketing terms right. he fought his outstanding he fought a brilliant tactical race right and um, uh, in many ways we were watching it in, uh, this race and i can talk about it more yeah so so uh, i feel it is india's greatest sporting achievement because of the multitude of reasons you know it Ooh. is it is long sure. uh, any event that lasts <laughs> for 230 to 40 days you're right and which an Indian has finished on the podium as a silver medalist or in second position, mm. I think we need to be hugely proud about it. That's right,
0: that's right. Um, you know, I think it's a good uh, segue to understand about, uh, you know, Commander Abhilash, Tommy, Kirti Chakra, Nausena Medal, about the man uh,
1: himself, you know him personally, tell us about the man. Yes, I mean, I can't claim to be his uh, close circle of friends. But, uh, as I've written before, I spent a year with him in the Western Naval Command officer's mass. I've, I've otherwise interacted with him. Right. And there are several things unique to him. I have said all these, mm. and I've said before that he enjoys his solitude. He has an intimate connect with sea and with adventure too. Mm. Uh, he's a pilot. Uh, he loves flying, he loves being in the elements. Mm. Um, you know, uh, he may want to do more adventures in that that area I don't know (laughs) Uh, but he has this deep and intimate connect with the elements and Mm. and being by himself that much is well known what is not so very well known is that he is a wonderful writer you know he writes very well Mm. Uh, his tweets uh, from C were stuff of fun you know he has a great sense of humor I mean for example when he manufactured that spare out of the toilet door uh, he sent back a message saying I'm not used to sitting in a on the toilet with the door open, <laughs> you know the sort of you know. And he, he didn't forget to wish Indians on Ram Navami or yep. other things like that. So there's he's very much clued in, uh, got a fabulous sense of humor, mm-hmm. a person with very low footprint, very austere man of very very few few uh, uh, rep, uh, requirements. Mm. Uh, I must also mention here, since you asked, farooq that. Uh, Abhilash Tobi, the man uh, is nothing without the woman in his life. 100%. And uh, that is his wife, Urmi Mala. Mm. Uh, she was the one who got all of us together on the WhatsApp. Sure. And um, I, I don't know her at all. I have not met. But she <laughs> seems to be such a, a live, radiant presence. And on our WhatsApp group, what was interesting was she was the most affected. She was the one who was probably uh, every day worrying about her husband. I'm sure. But while we were palpitating about and and uh, you know uh, biting our nails about uh, Tommy coming first and what he would do, she was always calm us down, say don't worry, understand this. She's herself an artist. I think she understands a fair bit of sailing, and she would always say, don't worry. Uh, Abhilash knows what he's doing. You know, he could be doing this because of it. So she was a very very balanced person. And she brought that balance and temperament and maturity. Mm. And I think sending Abhilash to see saying, don't worry. Right. I think Abhilash Tommy has said somewhere that after his 2018 race, uh, she was pregnant. And mm. he said, instead of me looking after her, uh, she was looking after me and nursing sure. me yeah. back. So I think without Urmi Mala, this race would not have been possible. 100%. And I think we must say hats off to her too uh, right. for her contribution in his victory. Oh, 100%. Super. Um, I think uh,
0: that brings us to the end of this episode. I think we have a lot more to talk about uh, sailing and the Indian Navy uh, in the next one. See you.